ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Thursday, February 15th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're going to try to connect here in just a few moments with John Mercer, the head coach of the Marshall tennis team. He's getting ready to get on a plane right now. So we're going to try to connect with him also in studio this hour. We're going to talk about the name reveal of the new baseball team coming to Huntington the Tri-State Colcats. That's the name of the new squad. So we're going to talk to Jason Camp in just a few minutes about that. And, of course, we're going to get your text in this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We're going to take our first and only time out. We'll come back. Hopefully we'll hear from John Mercer. If not, we'll go directly to Jason Camp. We'll talk Tri-State Baseball on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to our Thursday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I want to welcome to the program now the head coach of the Marshall women's tennis team, John Mercer, who just a couple minutes ago I caught calling him right as he was going through the x-ray machine. We could have timed that much better, could we have, John? Uh, yes, but uh, couldn't get any better than that. I love those TSA people. <laughs> You're on the road again, getting set for uh, yeah. more action, but let's talk about where you've been so far. Right now, you're eight and two. You had some really tough losses against top ranked teams like UVA. They're currently ranked seventh, and you hung on with West Virginia, but you were missing a player. Other than that, you've been rolling over competition. What do you feel that's been your biggest strength so far as you've run out to this eight and two start? I think that we've just uh, matured as a team. Uh, last year, we had a lot of talent and a lot of ability. We were just kind of up and down a lot. Uh, we were playing uh, two freshmen, uh, two, three sophomores, and a uh, grad transfer. So it was our first year here. But, uh, you know, it just kind of takes a while for them to kind of get used to the level and kind of figure out what you need to do. And this year, you see a lot more consistency out of them in their play. And, uh, they're just a lot more confident in what they're doing. So it's showing so far, so so far, so good. And level of competition, usually teams like to get easy matches early, kind of feel like they can develop a team by early success. You've gone after as many top-level programs as you possibly can to start the season, and that's paying off for you. Yeah, I mean it. It uh, it works. We've kind of been, you know, something we've always done since the first day that we were here. And uh, you know, we don't shy away from playing Power Five schools, and uh, we want those schools. We want to play those schools. Uh, a lot of times, you know, we actually, you know, in the past, we've had some pretty good results. Uh, last year, we played Kentucky first, and we, you know, pulled an upset down at Kentucky. So, you know, that was really exciting. So sometimes it, you know, works for you, and it kind of sets a standard, and you know, gets them into. You know, a frame of mind that this is what they're going to be facing, and you know, if we can play this level, uh, you know, we'll have a successful season. So that's kind of the mindset, and you know, we want to play those teams, and that's what our expectations are. You go into the weekend, you've got road matches, you've got a five-match winning streak on the line. You're taking on Northwestern, Illinois State, also Illinois. It doesn't get any easier for your squad. No, uh, both Illinois, and Northwestern, probably top. 40 if not top 30 teams 
Northwestern has lost a couple four threes uh, to teams Vanderbilt. They lost last weekend. Uh, they're 18 in the country, I think, uh, right around there. So really good competition. Um, great opportunity. Uh, you know, we've set ourselves up in a great position where, you know, if we can uh, get some wins here, you know, we can we can really move up in the national rankings. So, um, you know, we're kind of in that situation where, uh, you know, where we wanted to be. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, we're excited. I think, you know, our, our players are really excited and uh, they're really looking forward to this. They're looking forward to going to Chicago, looking forward to going to Champaign. We actually played there last year and had a really, really good match. Uh, and, you know, I think we're, we we want to be back there again. I think we felt like it kind of slipped away from us. So hopefully we can get back in that same position we were last year and, and finish the deal. John Mercer's with us, the Thundering Herd, an 8-2 mark. Thundering Herd on the road, taking on Northwestern, Illinois State, Illinois. Big wins, if you can manage them, will push you up in the rankings. This team, you've had to overcome a lot since COVID. Where are you at now? you feel confident that you've built everything back up to where it used to be? And who's standing out for you with that process? Yeah, it's been a process. Uh, you know, you, it takes a little while to, you know, rebuild. And, uh, you know, the COVID definitely hurt. Uh, you, know, is, you know, we've all heard a bunch of times, you know, with players you know, not getting to play and, um, you know, just the travel and everything else was a very difficult time. But, you know, a lot of them really worked through it. And, uh, Rika uh, Galar and Gabby Claret, I mean, they're our two seniors who their freshman year was uh, COVID. And uh, Rika came in and spent the first two weeks never leaving the dorm <laughs> on the Marshall campus. It was her first two weeks' experience of being a Marshall. And bless her heart, she stuck it out and, uh, you know, just, uh, has worked really hard uh, the first year. You know, she didn't get to play it too much because, you know, we had a lot of returners. We had a lot of people who came back and used their extra year. And this year she's playing awesome. I mean, she's a senior and she's just literally jumped two levels in play and has been a big part of this. Uh, so give her a lot of credit. And Gabby, kind of the same thing in the doubles on up. She's strictly playing doubles, but, you know, she's a real threat. And, you know, they're probably, uh, you know, the two seniors, you know, they're really leading the way right now. And then we've got some younger ones at the top, you know, which is great. Uh, and with their, you know, years experience, uh, you know, they're performing real well too. So just seem to have a lot of things coming together. The older kids, you know, now have enough experience and the younger kids got a lot of experience last year. And so we're putting out an experienced team, which goes a long way these days. John Mercer's with us, the Thundering Herd on the road. You've got a schedule that's going to feature three out of the next four matches against Big Ten teams. And you have Maryland scheduled for next week. And then eventually we're going to get into Sunbelt play. What's your early thoughts on the league? Is it as good or not as good, you think, as your non-conference schedule? Uh, well, you have Old Dominion, who finished, I think they were 28 in country last year. And, you know, they're a legitimate top 25 team. So that's what we're gunning for, to be that level. And that's what we're going to see this weekend. So, you know, this weekend will kind of tell us where we are and what we need to do to keep getting to that level. Or, you know, are we already there? So we'll kind of find out. But. Uh, you know, they're up there. Uh, they're doing well. Georgia Southern's doing pretty well. Uh, South Alabama, uh, they're doing pretty well also. So, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, we can get last year we got to the semis of the conference tournament. Uh, you know, lost a tough one to James Madison. So, you know, hoping we can, uh, you know, get a good seed in our tournament, you know, just like the basketball tournament, uh, you know, perform well, get to the semis where we were and, and take it, you know, a couple steps further. So that's what we're looking forward to come conference play.
John Mercer with us, head coach of the Marshall Tennis Team. Team is ranked ninth this week in the College Tennis Nation Women's Mid-Major Top 25. What does that mean to you when you see a ranking like that? How does that help? Uh, good. I mean, it's it's a big help. Uh, it helps, you know, obviously with recruiting. Uh, when you're telling kids that that's where you are, there's a lot of really good quality programs that we're in front of. So uh, I just saw that today. So it was, you know, exciting for them, you know, because of the hard work and uh, that they've all been putting in. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that's where their goals are. They want to be that type of team and they want to be that program and they want to continue the tradition that, you know, we'd built in the past and, uh, you know, get it, get it to where, uh, they feel it should be. And, uh, you know, be great representatives of Marshall and, and they are, they're just, they're awesome, awesome young ladies who do unbelievable in school, uh, and are right now doing great on the tennis court. John Mercer with us. Let's get you back in here soon. Get a busy weekend and back on the road. You've got Maryland, then we'll eventually get you home and let's get you back on sooner than later, John. Sounds great. Thank you, Paul. Go hard. John Mercer, head coach of the Marshall University tennis team. Let's turn our attention now to baseball. Tri-State baseball team is no longer the Tri-State baseball team. Instead, is the Tri-State Colcats. And joining me on the program now is Jason Camp. He's the president and general manager of the Tri-State Colcats. Jason, I'm surprised that you guys didn't have me, I don't know, taken out a couple of weeks ago when Tommy Gregg let it slip a little bit about what the name was going to be, I'm surprised I'm still sitting here because let me tell you, I was worried that um, I was worried I broke uh, weeks and weeks and weeks of planning. Well, trust me, uh, we thought about it. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> it was it was disappointing, but uh, Tommy and Solomon have been so great to work with, honestly. Um, you know, I can't fault Tommy for it either. You know, he was excited about it. I, I think he forgot he was supposed to keep it under wraps. But, you know, Tommy was on this morning with uh, on the MLB network where we really broke it uh, on the um, – on their morning show. So it was amazing to, to be able to get that exposure. Tommy's doing a great job. You know, I mean, the Appy League itself is great for development of players, but it's also great for development of our future coaches and managers, right? So uh, Tommy was one of the coaches last year. He wasn't the, the head manager, but he's getting his opportunity this year to, to really develop as a coach and Solomon also on the pitching side. So it's great to, you know, from the top down all the way from the kids playing on the field to these guys, you know, seeing their progression into professional baseball, being from their playing days and going into the management side. It's, it's really cool to be a part of. Now, how'd you get involved? Now, you have a background, so it's a natural for you. You have a, It's a, a clean background, yeah, I promise. It's a legitimate background. And I say that only because there have been times where professional sports have been attempted in Huntington, and the ownership group not necessarily has a strong background in that particular sport. For you, it's a natural fit because you have experience at the major league level all the way down to the minor league level and collection i mean in in concert with the major league team you've done this before and successfully yeah and and, uh you know life's a cycle sometimes and you never know what god's going to put in front of you so you know for for me and my family uh in the past i spent 17 years in professional sports like you mentioned uh not a lot of people up here know that uh i started out i graduated from the University of Florida, went straight to work for the Florida Marlins when we were starting out as a franchise. So this is back in 94, 95, just as we were uh, got our franchise in MLB in the expansion. And I helped them with uh, developing their spring training facility as well as their Class A minor league team in the Florida State League. 
So I did that, you know, wet behind the ears and started out interning all the way up where I was assistant director of spring training and assistant general manager of the Florida Marlins. So it was a great time in baseball. I did uh, that for three years after we won the World Series in 97. I was fortunate enough to get a World Series ring that year. And um, Wayne Huizenga, who owned Blockbuster and owned, you know, the Marlins and the Dolphins and the Panthers at the time. We actually sold the team after we won the World Series in 97. And uh, at that time, he asked me to go work for the Dolphins. I did that, helping produce the Super Bowl in 99. And then I opened the new hockey arena for the Florida Panthers and spent five years as their vice president of sales and marketing and corporate development for that. And I was a tournament director on the PGA Tour for a long time. So I've got a very uh, deferred, eclectic background. But, you know, my first... My first love was baseball, and you know I'm a baseball guy through and through, uh, born and raised, playing my whole life, and uh, you know I've transitioned into kind of my second career, just you know with some restaurants, and we're developing Camp Landing, my wife and I, and you know just doing a lot of business stuff, and and actually Mike Kurtner here at the station, uh, he called me in, he had met Christian Spears, and when they were talking about the new baseball stadium and the possibility of a minor league team coming, um, Mike had brought me up to Christian, and Christian gave me a call and and said hey, would you, you know, let's get to know each other and come in. And we started talking about things and, you know, my past experience. And, uh, you know, he said, hey, can you help out? And I said, no problem. Would love to, you know, consult and do whatever I can. But honestly, my plate's kind of full and uh, I really don't have time to, to get super involved. And then he started talking to me about the Appy League and the minor league team and how we could partner together. And, and this, um, you know, partnership with Marshall and being able to work with Major League Baseball to bring in the Appy League, you know, the fact that the league itself is underwritten in, the, in this partnership with Major League Baseball, how everything changed in the minors and the development leagues after COVID, um, you know, it really is special to play in the Appalachian League now, you know, to have these, the best college players in the U.S. be invited by MLB to come and, and play on these teams uh, to get ready for the draft and get more, you know, at-bats and get more innings. It's uh, it's special to work hand-in-hand -hand with MLB doing that. You know, it's different than some of the other minor leagues um, that you have and certainly different than what, you know, I experienced in the Florida State League. But, you know, I ran and oversaw a stadium that was, you know, just about this size, a little bit bigger. And, you know, we sold out every spring training game and uh, I pulled tarp and everything else, and and uh, you know it's really fun. Thirty years later, to get back at it and uh, and be out there. So, you know, Sean Collins and myself and, and our staff are really looking forward to come together. And you know, this has been a long time coming. We're we're excited for today to be able to talk about the Colcats and sell some tickets and merchandise, and everybody can go to Colcats.com and you know, purchase those tickets and, and see what we're all about. And, you know, we're really going to be ingrained in the community with the little leagues. And, and you know, that's what minor league baseball and, and this atmosphere is going to be about in the summer. It's about having fun, um, you know, letting your hair down and doing some crazy things out there on the field. So we're going to have great stuff on the, on the field as we look at these young players really develop and, uh, you know, kind of craft their game and transition from, uh, aluminum bats over to Wooden and, um, you know, work with Tommy Gregg and his staff and, and uh, develop these kids each year and, uh, and really give back to the community. Let's talk about this logo. That's the big thing today. Yeah. Tri-State Colcats. It's pretty cool, right? It's pretty cool. Thankfully, again, uh, Tommy Gregg did not um, get me uh, banished from Colcats baseball with that little slip of the tongue. I don't think most people caught it because I blew it off when he, when he mentioned it. I completely ignored that he said it. And they got edited out of the podcast, so nobody could go back later. So Correct. thankfully, we covered it and didn't ruin this reveal. But Tri-State Colcats, 
There's a lot that goes into this logo. It was designed by Dylan Winters. He's a director of graphic design at Marshall University. What were we looking for when we put this logo together and this name? What was sort of the genesis of it? I'll tell you what, and Dylan did a phenomenal job on this. I mean, I can't say enough about all of the different uh, iterations and designs that you know, come with it. And if you see our, our brand guide out there, you know, everything has a reason, a purpose, and a story behind it. So, yes, is it a cool-looking logo? It absolutely is. But like you're wearing one of our baseball hats right now, and the round logo that we have has got the baseball stitching in it. You know, the paw print logo that we have represents the the Rocky Mountain region that we're in right here in, in uh, the Appalachian region. Uh, you know, all of uh, – kind of kick back to coal and you know i mean that's what this is right we are in a blue collar area and uh coal has been a blessing and a curse for a lot of generations around here for a lot of things and um you know but it is a part of this community and you can see what marshall's doing with some of their technology and some of their um, things that they're teaching over there is coal's still here but there's good things that you can do with it there's graphene and some of the other green energy things that can do with coal and the residual is what's being researched now and how you can take what might have been damaging in the past, but also beneficial for others. And, you know, it, this is coal country, right, for, for good or bad. And it's who we are and how we work hard either in the coal mines or, uh, you know, out on the baseball field. It, it's just, you know, it's all about coming together, being there for each other and, you uh, I think just the cold cats is, you know, kind of bringing it back, um, you know, to who we are as, as this whole tri-state area. And that's another question. Tri-state cold cats, not Huntington cold cats, tri-state cold cats. You're trying to bring everyone in because Matt Vaskersian, when he was talking about it this morning on MLB Network, that Huntington is right there at the tip with Ohio and Kentucky. So you're trying to branch out and bring everyone in. You're not considering this just a West Virginia team. This is the tri-state baseball team. Exactly. And that, that might be one thing that I bring from coming from a different region. You know, my, my family of seven and I, we, my wife and I, we have five kids. You know, we came up from the Florida area about six years ago. So I, I think sometimes I look at it, you know, a lot of the people around here who were born and raised here, it's like, hey, you're either Huntington or you're Ashland or Boy County or you're Ironton and South Point. And to me, we're just a community, right? And, and I'll tell you, for me myself, I live in South Point. I have businesses in Kentucky and now we have a baseball team and I drive through West Virginia every day to get to Kentucky, right? We're all about being on the Ohio River and being in this community because everything we do, you know, we work, play, and live in all three states, you know, and, I, and baseball and what this team is doesn't have city lines or state lines or county lines, you know, and I say the same thing about Camp Landing. This is, it's just a community thing. You know, um, your radio station, right? You're not a Huntington radio station. You're a tri-state right. radio station, right? And, and that's what we are is, you know, we're in this area that it gets a really bad rap of there's nothing to do. Right. And that's one thing of what we did at Camp Landing of trying to bring about you don't have to go to Lexington or Pittsburgh or Columbus to get some, of you know, take your your families and kids to do something, you know, great and spend some quality time together. And it's the same thing at the baseball field. You know, we're going to embrace the Ironton Little League and the Ashland Little League and uh, the Hurricane and Taze Valley Little League all the same. Right. That's what that's what we are. We, we to us have, you know, an 80 to 100 mile radius. And that's what we're going to pull from. And we're all going to support the Colcats. And, um, you know, so that's why I didn't want to want to be Huntington. I get, you know, some people and it used to be the Huntington Cubs and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, 
I did work for the Florida Marlins, and I did work for the Florida Panthers. And uh, even though there's Orlando and Jacksonville and Miami and uh, Tampa and all those other cities, everybody knew where we were, right? Because we were a community team, and that's what we plan on being as well. Jason Camp is with us, President and General Manager of the Tri-State Coal Cats. The unveiling was today on MLB Network. Tri-State Coal Cats, the new name, the logo. It's got the green and black and white. Why do you want to stay with the Marshall colors? Uh, any uh, any specific reason why you want to keep that familiar color scheme? Is that because the program, the team is going to be associated closely with Marshall University? A- absolutely. So you know we're we're it's partnering together. You know, I mean, this team is it's uh it's not just the Colcats. It's Marshall. It's who we are. We're playing you know in the brand new stadium that is absolutely beautiful on that field. And honestly, it's uh you know we wanted to have some integration with Marshall, and that's where you get the green. But with the the slate gray and and the black. Uh, you know, our uniforms are going to be super cool. Our hats are going to be awesome. That's, you know, we, we have some flexibility. Uh, and like I said, even with the games, we'll have a lot more fun here that, you know, we can do without some of the collegiate restrictions that you have out there. But, um, you know, it's go green. It's Marshall. We are Huntington and what, we, what we're doing here. And uh, so we want to integrate a little bit with that. And I, w- I do want to say, you know, talking about these top players and, and the collegiate development that we're doing there, we are going to have four Marshall players on our team. And we'll have that every year. That's part of our agreement with Major League Baseball. So we will have some hometown kids, you know, who are playing the college and happy season right on that field. And, you know, to be able to watch these kids develop and, and do that right on campus, you know, and extend the season for baseball, not just end it when the kids are out of school, but, you know, do it in June and July for our 24 home games. It's, uh, it's going to be exciting times. Jason Camp's my guest. Now, the merch is available now. You can go to colcats.com. You can also go to Cowboys and Angels. That's at Camp Landing, and that's in Ashland. If you're not familiar with it, you should check it out. It's really a center of fun. Get the movie theater. You got everything there. So if you haven't been there, this is a great excuse to go. And you were telling me about the partnership with the provider of the merchandise. You're serious when it comes to reutilizing and recycling this merchandise is it's recycled there's materials in there that have been repurposed absolutely and you know going back to community and what we're talking about there we've done a partnership with mountain mindful and we're doing this for the marshall baseball merchandise as well as the Colcat merchandise so mountain mindful is a, a a group right here in town in huntington and uh they've they're a 501c3 and they're a charity program that uses uh a lot of the stuff is 100% recycled material, like, you know, uh, four water bottles are making these shirts and these hats and things like that. But the majority of it, no matter what merchandise they're selling there, is out of recyclable material. So that's one. And then their staffing and their workforce is all from the local community of some, uh, some people and groups who need a helping hand. So it could be generational poverty. It could be some uh, rehab situations, but it's all about giving back. And, you know, we want to start from day one. You know, what Major League Baseball wants to do and what the Colcats want to do is give back to the community. And, uh, you know, Marshall brought the uh, Mountain Mindful to us and we sat down with us and created this website. You know, when you go on to Colcats.com and you click on the merchandise, you're going right to the Mountain Mindful uh, website. So with every purchase, you're helping uh, you know, your own community. It's not just buying a great hat or a shirt or a hoodie. It's uh, we're giving back. And that's just one of the small examples that we're starting our franchise on and, and giving back. And we're doing it each and every day. The shirts are super cool. The hats are super cool. The hoodie you're wearing right now, 
I'm stealing the one you're bringing Bill Cornwell tomorrow. He's not going to see it. If he's listening now, it's not yours anymore, Bill. It's going to be mine. That's sweet merchandise. You guys are going to sell out if you haven't already. Yeah, it's. Uh, I knew we were going to have a run on the hats. The hats, we had to wait for Major League Baseball to approve our logo, so it took a, took a minute or two to, to get that done. So we're a little behind on the hats, so, but we have a limited amount of hats. But you can pre-order everything, including our on-field hat. And I do want to mention, tomorrow at the Marshall Hall of Fame, right here in Huntington, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., uh, Mountain Mindful is going to have a pop-up shop. So you can go and get a great lunch on a Friday and buy a shirt and a hat and a hoodie and those other things. So that's part of the partnerships, and you'll see more of these pop-up shops we're going to do right around the community and around the Huntington area. Jason Camp, President and General Manager, Tri-State Coal Cats. Visit coalcats.com. Also, you can uh, go to this pop-up tomorrow and get some merch. Thank you for the hat. The shirt's awesome. The pullover it hoodie is fantastic. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Really appreciate it, Paul. Thank you. We'll have him back in in the future when we have actually a full show to do. But we got a transition now in the Marshall basketball. The Herd taking on Appalachian State. We've got the game here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We'll be back with you in about 30 seconds. FM on 94.1 W227BS Huntington. This is 930 WRVC Huntington, celebrating 100 years of broadcasting. Introducing In Your Business, a podcast highlighting thriving Huntington area businesses. Presented by Moses Auto Mall. Online at MosesMeansMore.com. In Your Business tells the story of Huntington's successes and where you can gain invaluable insights and advice from seasoned entrepreneurs. Produced by Kindred Communications and the Huntington Regional Chamber of Commerce, find it on kindredcom.net, huntingtonchamber.org, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.